राइट हेलो एंड वेलकम टू फुटबॉल टोटल माय नेम इज सारू ही वी गो 2020 इज डन और इट विल बी डन बाय द टाइम दिस एपिसोड इज आउट एंड वी आर गोइंग टू अशर इन 2021 विथ अ न्यू स्ट्रेन ऑफ कोरोना वायरस आई मीन इट कांट गेट इवन मोर एनी मोर एक्साइटिंग देन दिस एंड द मैचेस कमिंग इन थिक एंड फास्ट एंड द मैचेस बीइंग कैंसल्ड आल्सो सो देयर इज नो पॉइंट टॉकिंग अबाउट द गेम्स बट लेट्स जस्ट टेक अ लुक बैक at the year of 2020 to see what has happened and how it's been going and one of the most important features of the year before i even do that yash what's yes. up hello <laughs> yeah and manav how are you yeah hi saru yeah i'm good i'm doing good all right yash so yep. take it away man this concept which you have evolved over a lot of years of <laughs> confirmed future legends right yes. that is going to be the headline the topic yes. of this episode so who is a cfl so the tagline that i have come for for cfl is when you have the hype that you need but not the over hype that you deserve <laughs> okay you need to give context <laughs> this is a very complicated statement yeah it yeah. it appears to be complicated but the explanation is pretty simple i have observed on uh, social media that fans of football clubs in order to avoid getting ls have stopped over hyping their players which is very disappointing because you know it's a source of a lot of banter and i completely believe that uh, uh, fans of football clubs should totally back their young players which they aren't doing i mean they they love to spot these youngsters so they want to be that guy who will show you that tweet from 2012 saying that i spotted mbappe in 2012 but <laughs> you know but you know for every one mbappe that is spot i'm sure that they'll get 10 of these wrongs and that's where all the fun in football banter was you you're saying that fans of clubs purely do this to avoid losses or whenever the club loses they need an explanation no no if a if a youngster who who uh, who plays for a club your backing doesn't do well turns out to be a jack wilshere then it's a major l for you right if you think he's going to be a great oh. legend yeah <laughs> so i mean that, that's that's one thing that i thoroughly enjoy seeing uh, youngsters from opposition clubs who uh, i mean their their fans thought was the next messi or neymar or whatever turning out to be a championship level player all right uh, mano wait before i get to mano yes why do you think we have to weren't we happy with the next pele next maradona <laughs> why do we have to like evolve it into a something called cfl purely because what i believe is the people need uh, people are, are have become so sensitive to avo- avoiding ls right <laughs> This is what has happened. I mean, the last time I remember, people were confident about youngsters at their club is when Rashford broke through. Then every every club had this 18-year-old striker who was better than Rashford. Like these teenage uh, neo Man City fans were coming up with stats like goals per minute played to prove that Ian Acho was better than him. You know, and I miss those days, man. I mean, people stuck their neck out and got themselves stung. These days, the problem is now they come up with excuses for their CFLs like. Oh, he's not getting enough time from the manager, or if he's played too much, they say he's being protected. So, uh, you know, I mean, there's this this fake uh, moderation which I don't like. I don't like moderation. I want people to go in balls deep. Uh, and in supporting of the youngsters and yes. saying that he's a legend, hogai. Hogai. <laughs> okay. Uh, on an average, Manav, how many people do you think evolve from the CFL category to a decent footballer level? Like, what do you think is the conversion ratio? <laughs> Yeah, I think one in eleven is the perfect number. Like, <laughs> over a proper eleven, like we have this under twenty three team, 
which is good. This is this player we have got cover in every position, and only five years later, only one of them will be there in the main team. So I think one on eleven is a perfect number. All right. So our aim right now is to identify CFLs of 2020. Right? Yep. There are some names which I will aid you guys, but some names which will come on in your mind on your own. Yeah. So Manav, let's start with you. What's the yeah. first cool CFL name that you have? I think one name uh, a little less known will be Jafet Tanganga from Tottenham. <laughs> I mean, so, he he's been injured he his... most of the season. He was injured <laughs> yeah. pre-COVID, and yeah. he just came back in November and he got injured for two three weeks again. How how is he even a CFL? I get the concept. I get where you're trying to go, but they have to. Yeah. They are supposed to have played and played some matches at least. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Saruvi, if you remember, he made his debut against Liverpool. Mourinho chose him to be in the starting eleven just to mark Sadio Mane, even though Tottenham lost that game. But he was the bright limelight. Uh, the uh, he got the limelight from that game. It is very, uh, very well covered in the documentary as well of Spurs, and <laughs> and. Uh, just as when Jaffer, uh, uh, Jan Bertongen announced his, uh, that he was departing the club, everyone was like, "We don't need a backup. We have Jaffer Tanganga, and he signed a contract extension. And he is again nowhere to be seen. I think he has played one or two Europa matches, maybe more. But yeah, nowhere near the first team of the Premier League. And I think he is one CFL for uh, from 2020. Oh, I mean, Mano goes with a offbeat name. Yes, come on, give me a mainstream one. <laughs> The one, the crowd puller. I I think given uh, he's just made a comeback from injury, I'll go with Gabriel Martinelli. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Where do I start? <laughs> These Man. guys, they are like the entire Arsenal family foundation yeah. history. Everything is resting on this 19-year-old. You know when they lost the league league cup game against. Uh, Manchester City, right? They lost yeah. it four one. Yep. It yeah. was one one till forty ninth minute, and I think Martinelli gets injured or something. <laughs> People went berserk. Why didn't you take him off? You knew he was uncomfortable. <laughs> you were Arsenal fans called him man of the match <laughs> already for a four one loss, yeah. right? And yeah, then man. he comes back, mm. and in the second half of the show, we'll do a player of the week. But then he comes back. He he he's performing well, mm-hmm. but he's performing well in an Arsenal team. Yeah. So there's no legends there. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> but future legends. There's no current <laughs> legends also. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a cool one. Okay, uh, Manav. Yeah. Let's talk about Mason Mount. Yeah. Mason Mount has the distinction of being a kid. Of nepotism, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> he is a confirmed future legend for both Chelsea and England, and Derby County also. <laughs> and probably already in the Hall of Fame of Derby County. Yeah, what yeah absolutely. What makes Mason Mount this attractive character for all the adjectives? <laughs> I don't know. I think the primary reason is that he's English, and that's why Southgate loves him. Lampard also loves him, and. I I realized that he start Lampard is somewhere sees himself in Mason Mount. This is what, what? I think. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Lampard thinks that this guy can make runs later. He can score from free kicks. I think the only thing he is not doing, which Lampard used to do, was take penalties. 
I think apart from that, I really think Lampard sees the shadows of himself in Mason Mount. That is the only plausible explanation also for the run of games he has got in the past 12 months. Yes, I hadn't th- think, thought about this. I mean, I was always thinking of Lampard's son angle. But Lampard sees himself a younger Lamps. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I always thought of uh, Mason Mount as more of a Nepo than a CFL. But I think he's the manager's CFL, you know. The managers are confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's the manager's oh. choice award he has. <laughs> oh, like, it brings me very awesomely to McSauce. McSauce, yes. <laughs> the man makes a <laughs> scintillating debut, replaces yeah, yeah. Paul Pogba, mm-hmm. right, in the team. Yeah. There was yeah. no award going to be given to him in the end of the season awards. Mourinho is like, no, this is not fair. <laughs> I think in the history of Manchester United, Mourinho creates an award called Manager's Choice and yeah. randomly just gives it to Scott McTominay. Uh-huh. Dude, yes. what makes him such a legend? <laughs> he's actually a pretty late developer, but he's like a senior member in this uh, category. What makes him great is that he's, you know, he's a he's an old school player. He He's a big bully. He beats up people. He was so fantastic against Leeds, uh, which is a like, war. Like Nana's definition, I do you. Does Roy Keane see himself in him now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think absolutely Roy Keane. I mean, the only thing left for Maxos to do is show emotion. <laughs> you mean like what? Show Imagine. someone in the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Either that or the on the field, man. I mean, he's so bland. Otherwise, that I mean, from a yeah. facial expression and interaction <laughs> point of view. The only thing left then probably is to shout at Ole during a race, <laughs> during a horse racing tournament. How dare you put your horse against him? Thing like that. All right, but I like McTominay. I mean, mm. it kind of pains me to put him in the CFL category. He seems yeah. like a decent guy, and he yeah. will have a long career. I, I don't think he's going to retire before 42, 43. <laughs> he will just make his one meter passes, and he will survive, right? Yeah. But Mano. Yeah. Brandon Williams. If you have to talk about Manchester United CFLs, yeah. the hype around this guy and when we were talking before this recording, he's yeah. probably the CFL who's like from a kid became a CFL. Now he's not a CFL. Like his downfall is also done, complete. It looks yeah. like his career is over. So yeah. what made him say CFL in first place? I think uh, he he seemed to be a dynamic player. A right-footed fullback who could play at left back or right back. He had that flexibility. I think there was this one particular goal which he scored in that three-three draw against Sheffield. If I'm not wrong, I think that was again a right-footed goal from just outside the box. So that had our hearts ticking, and and we always thought that Luke Shaw is slow. He doesn't support. <laughs> he doesn't go forward as much, and he's not a great defender also. So. Right, but you are supposed to praise Brandon Williams as CFL, not bring down Luke Shaw. No, but that is a key factor. Like at one point of time, Brandon Williams' uh, major, the best attribute was that he was not Luke Shaw. Yeah. He he looks uh, fitter than Luke Shaw and he can go forward, he can put in crosses with either of his foot. So that is what was there. But now suddenly with the signing of Alex Telesh, you don't see Brandon Williams at all at either left back or right back even though Dalo has gone. So, he's just disappeared somewhere. A couple of substitute appearances, but yeah, that's that's it. Yes, what are the chances that, you know, 
a manager like you know thinks of cfl like we do right <laughs> and then he sees them train and he says are ye to sala cfl nahi hai like after a month <laughs> right so you think ole had that those doubts with brandon williams or i was reading about another name great name rian brewster right who our friend kumar kanav absolutely loves and yeah. adores yeah rian brewster i was reading jurgen klopp gave him a debut in 2016 <laughs> like when he was like 6 years old <laughs> <laughs> he's been cfl till since then yeah so he even came to india scored a few goals charmed a few snakes i heard <laughs> <laughs> anyway he basically won that world cup and uh, ever since then the english media is waiting for him to emerge but uh, clearly i mean i don't know liverpool haven't been kind to him they have been winning trophies but not giving him chance unfortunately now he's gone to sheffield and one of the most enjoyable thing for me this season is going going to see him get relegated yes but he's going to win the championship next year then he's going to come back and then his second the second half of his career is going to be uh, wadi's career yeah that, that's that's yeah. going to be his redemption i guess <laughs> except that nobody knew wadi when he was 17 <laughs> and yeah. everyone knows yeah so double career no cfl career first where <laughs> liverpool fans were hoping that he comes in and scores goal goals unlike a certain robert firmino yeah i think he, he skied a penalty in the community shield rian brewster he, he skied a penalty but then i don't trust penalties anymore after seeing jorginho miss too i think all the scam so whatever yeah and let's talk about before we take a break we need to talk about two people mm-hmm. whose names are synonymous with each other for their external activities mason greenwood foden so mason foden right so is the city of manchester the hotbed of cfls or is it <laughs> liverpool i think the keyword in there is hotbed because <laughs> <laughs> are you saying mason foden just jumped at the thought of a hotbed yeah <laughs> oh god this is crazy <laughs> Yeah, because uh, their antics outside of Manchester have become pretty public. Nothing has been. Uh, so, but the thing about uh, Mason Foden that goes against them is that they're actually living up to their hype. They're actually performing on the pitch, so the fickle fans don't have to defend them and come up with excuses. So we don't have to confirm them; they confirm themselves. Yeah, but then Ford Phil Foden plays once in six months, so it's <laughs> very hard to say whether he's like what. What are you supposed to guess? No, but he whenever he comes on, he plays pretty well. I mean, he gives in a good shift for City. That's a major reason why Guardiola didn't sign a replacement for David Silva. So uh, <laughs> that was being said. That Phil Foden is the Guardiola. Next. You already have eighty-three players. No, but <laughs> like, give it. But here the here yes. the problem was opposite. No, the fans are not saying why do we need a replacement. They were saying, "Why, why did you buy anyone? You have so much money, uh, you asshole." Exactly. So I think Phil Foden is not even a CFL. No fan was even supporting <laughs> him by the look of it. They'll just buy someone. We don't know whether this guy will. Yeah, actually, I remember. I remember fans saying, "We don't know if this guy is going to get a chance. It's <laughs> better go somewhere else and we just buy someone." <laughs> okay, which is the most CFL-friendly club? Like you know, in in England, historically, uh, it was all, always Arsenal. <laughs> no current, current they i mean even before uh, other fans caught on to this cfl behavior they gave abu diaby 5 years hoping he'll turn <laughs> into vieras and i i the list just goes on man i mean i think astral <laughs> is the most cfl friendly 
club that is out there. Used to be, no. <laughs> now they just now it's. I mean, I guess the fans they, have they don't have CFL anymore. <laughs> they just have children and legends. <laughs> there is no future there. And some players, Shaka, Saka, some similar yes. sounding. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to Football Twaddle. Yes, and Manav here in a very entertaining episode of all this useless footballers. <laughs> I know it's just so harsh because they're all quite decent, yep. but the hype is just unimaginable. So 2021, right? Let's look forward and let's say who are the budding CFLs for the the CFLs to look forward to in this year. Manav, starting with you. Yeah, I think Sarubia, you mentioned Barcelona, so we have a couple of guys in there. Uh, one is Ansu Fati, and another one is Puig, or uh, not sure how you Puig, pronounce Puig, him. Whatever. Puig, yeah, yeah. He's the next Messi, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so Barcelona, yeah, Ansu Fati. Oh my God, dude, he's yeah. already played for Spain, also, right? If I'm not yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah, I think he's 16, or maybe might have turned 17 recently. But yeah, he's played for Spain. Yeah, that is the right CFL age. Yes, 16, yes. right? When you just like from the academy, you moved on to this. I will give a name here. Uh, this guy is on loan with Norwich, and he's killing it there. By the way. So it's not like he's not even playing badly. He's doing really well. And I think Norwich will earn promotion. But he's a Tottenham player. And last year, Jose Mourinho already told him he's the future Tottenham captain. Right? So he he's is the almost manager. There, like terminal yeah, yeah. He, he is the manager promoting a CFL. Oliver Skip. I'm telling you, this yeah. is a name to look forward to. And I think so we, we should be- not skip him. Yeah, yeah, definitely don't skip him. I just read a report today on how Skip is just killing it at Norwich. And Tottenham fans are excited of what they see, right? So, the key tagline is already there. <laughs> so, yeah. We, we, sh- we should just wait for him to get the international uh, cap. Because as uh, we mentioned before, I think Ansu Fati got an international cap pre- uh, real, really early, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And international caps always matter, right? So the so the template for a CFL is Joe Gomez, who <laughs> famously got an international cap in 2017. He was like some 20 years old, and all our uh, dear friends on uh, ESPN and Sky <laughs> called him the next Rio Ferdinand. And Rio, and uh, Liverpool fans were then saying, "What what is the point of signing Virgil Van Dijk? Like the Virgil Van Dijk six month saga was going on." <laughs> Obviously, and yeah. we are three uh, like three years out from that. So yeah, the international cap really matters. Yeah, but Joe Gomez is also smart. He gets injured when Virgil Van Dijk gets injured, so he's protecting his <laughs> CFL territory. He, he's like, if I play, people will know what I am. So let me also get injured at the same time. He's the forever backup, yeah. the Jesse Lingard of Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe Gomez is yours. Mano, again back to you. Yeah. Give me some good names. Yeah, I think uh, we don't need to go far. I think uh, we we need to look at a certain another James Reese James, the Chelsea fullback. Uh, I think he has got his English cap, so that fulfills Yash's <laughs> criteria. <laughs> yeah, and man. But he's really... put on the bench like forever. Aspiliqueta has been on the bench since forever. I think he played uh, in the game against the the last night's game, but otherwise Aspiliqueta has been on the bench only. Yeah, yeah, so I'm also a Chelsea fan, right? So he is the thinking yeah. with Reese James, right? Yeah. 
like we don't want aspiliqueta he's like a donkey he just runs up and down that like, i don't know and that we like runs with his like hand on his <laughs> mouth or whatever <laughs> he's just weird we need someone who can cross the ball cross the ball and we do we did all that reese james came first game two cross we like ah this is it <laughs> this guy is going to kill it now <laughs> Now we become a team which is just crossing randomly and Kanté is trying to hit the ball. <laughs> so I don't even know what's the point, but yeah. I think Lampard had to um, put Giroud into the team just to make Reece James crosses look a bit better. <laughs> Dude, that is pure CFL. <laughs> don't you love it when a manager is so into the CFL thingy? But just speaking yeah. about Chelsea, dude, I think we should not. For the sake of his price tag, ignore Kai Havertz. <laughs> I mean, he is so CFL that our dear friend Azim does not hate him, despite him being not performing too much. I mean, look at the amount of hate that he gives to Werner and Jorginho. But he it, doesn't give any hate to Werner. He gives hate only to the old one. No, Jorginho is not like a born CFL. He yeah. actually yeah. had to work his way through <laughs> play football. No, but that, that, that just proves the trappings of a CFL uh, that Kai Havertz falls for, right? Poor Havertz, man. I've seen a few Bundesliga matches where he played. <laughs> yeah, I was actually quite good. I think he's just like वो वो कुत्ते को sweater पहना रहा है. It reached me. I don't think he understands English. <laughs> and on top of it, what Lampard says, no one knows. He's just running up and down, and he goes back home and he pets the dog. He's twenty. <laughs> oh, dude, does that remind you of someone? Who? Alexis Sanchez. But yeah. no, but he was in CFL. It's okay. Yeah, come on. He was <laughs> just a dog lover. Yeah, and a piano lover. <laughs> Alexis Sanchez reminds me of that on. I keep getting that video of some Englishman in Thailand playing piano for elephant blind elephants. <laughs> Alexis Sanchez reminds me of that. <laughs> All right, ah, Manav, come on, one yeah. more name. I think can we go to the other side of spin and look at Martin Odegaard? Right, so, I think he was signed when he was what? Hasn't he been like? Isn't Martin Odegaard like for the last three years, four years being hyped into something? Dude, he's like the yeah, he's I, the European Freddy. Yeah, and then they sent him on loan for I think <laughs> some three no. four years, and he's just come back. And now they are saying he can replace Modric very well with Modric going out next season or sometime soon. We have Odegaard for cover. So, so you know what I, that means generally? No, they're going to spend hundred million dollars on yeah. someone for that position. Yes, uh, yes. Okay, the final thing on the CFL, yes. Who was the first CFL, first recognized CFL in the Premier League? Like when the when the definition came about of players, just whatever is our definition, no, it, right? Oh, oh, it's just uh, I mean last year only. I mean I I came up as I mentioned the the template is Joe Gomez. Like <laughs> the template is Joe Gomez and Reese James fell very well into the same template. So I saw a pattern as humans are pattern seeking animals. So oh, I, right. I saw patterns of how fans behave, how they hype a player, <laughs> try to spot a player young, but then try to withdraw like wimps and say, "Are you nothing? He needs time. He needs nurturing." So yeah, all right, all right, guys. The last thing on this podcast for the the year-ending podcast, right? We've talked and spoken a lot about CFLs, the hype and everything. But name one player each who's actually justified the hype. I know you said Phil Foden, but leaving Phil Foden aside, who's actually you know, or who's had no hype and who's actually done really well in the year 2020? Mana, why don't you start? 
I think it has to be Mason Greenwood uh, primarily because of his finishing. I, I, he scored around 18-19 goals in the last season uh, across all competitions, and he showed us in the in the post-COVID, post uh, the Premier League resumed. He showed all of us that his finishing is something which is really good, and he's continuing to do that in this season also. So I think Mason Greenwood would be my pick. All right, and yes, yours. Does it have to be? Uh... Youngster age group category or something? No, no, anyone. Oh, like, that, there was that no... way then obviously uh, there are so many are. Huh, but it's preferable if, since we have been talking about all these youngsters who've been hyped and everything. So if it's a youngster who's actually done well, right? That would be that would I, be I, work. I, I would say Rashford because he, everyone says he doesn't score many goals. He scored uh, quite a bunch of goals. Like he, in the previous season, it was twenty three. He scored a few this season as well. So, overall, it's 20-plus this year for certain. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know already by now, I am recording two Manchester United fans, right? <laughs> so, it is so obvious that two players <laughs> who have impressed them the most is Mason Greenwood and Marcus Rashford. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and poor Martinelli gets left out. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Sarvia, just to add, I think uh, Bukayo Saka has been really good for Arsenal. I think he, he being a 19-20 year old, he's driving the team. Aubameyang is relying on his crosses from the left or whatever to have some service for Arsenal. So, I think that would be the non-Manchester United pick for me. Cool. All right. Uh, Yash, Manav. Thanks a lot for this year-ending episode. Let's hope 2021 has no disruptions yes. and we can just like, you know, do our bullshit CFL theory and everything <laughs> in peace, <laughs> right? Without any problems. Wish you both a very happy new year and see you, Same see to you guys man. next year. Happy new year, everyone. Happy new year to all the listeners. All right. Happy new year, everyone. And see you next week as usual. Bye-bye. Take care.